Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. Crystal meth, guys. Uh, yeah, get ready for the uh, the coked up episode. Here. <laughs> I've got so many ideas for this podcast. <laughs> so many neat ideas. Get a hot dick. Fighting the inside of my lip the whole gnashing time. Gnashing my teeth. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me about this beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, everybody. <clears throat> welcome back, uh, Dan. Welcome back to Civilization. Yeah, it feels good uh, to sleep in a bed, yeah. you know, but, you know, after being out there on the cot for like two nights, it, but, you know, I feel like I need to detox, man. It's just the beer and meat festival. It's all I eat this so whole So you're going to detox with, with, more, <laughs> with beer. more beer? Yeah, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that takes care of the meat problem, and then we'll take care of the uh, the alcoholism later. Ooh, you know what we should, uh, you know should have before you go to bed? What? Nice crispy bottle of yingling. Get those get those yinger squirts tomorrow. Oh, uh, the yingling farts. Uh, yeah. That'd be a good lager. Lager fart. Lager fart. All right, everybody. Welcome back uh, to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. Uh, I am your host, the crispiest of boys, El Jefe de Cerveza. Oh, I like the Spanish. You like that? We'll get into it a little more. I have a little, little news here. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Also, the king of the butt rock. I hope this is a... Uh, good levels. Hey, hey good level. Nice. Zang. Uh, Tom. And it's your other host. I'm going to go back to, because of this one, the, place. the hop master general, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You just throw me Centrum? Yeah. Oh, man. We're it, old. True. It's Dan. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's All Dan. right, everybody. And we are the we're winding down, Dan. Yeah. We're winding down in the uh it's almost over. The year of the butt rock. It it's is almost over. Uh it brings great sadness to me. Uh I am so happy right now. You know, people are saying, yeah, you know, greatest year ever. You know, people, I don't I don't know who's saying it, but people are saying it. Nobody's saying it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the butt rocks coming to a close. Uh, we got some we got something planned in the works for uh, 2022. 2022 but, is going to be a it's going to be a different spin. But, you know, you <laughs> while we still have it, while it's still with us, let's let's bask. Let's savor the uh, the butt rock. Yeah, I'm going to bask in this one like a fart. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's the best, best friends podcast in the world. I don't know. We're bad company. I'll make my final stay. Oh, so. Yeah. Oh, nothing like a butt rock cover. <laughs> nothing like a butt rock. Butt rock. Yeah. <laughs> Every butt rock band has a yeah in their song. Yeah. Yep. 
Does it get much more butt rock than Five Finger Death Punch? Nope. Nope. Pinnacle. Pinnacle? You're at, you're at, you're at the peak of Mount Butthole right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, there's a Five Finger Death Punch. Little uh, little uh, six degrees of, uh, of Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, if you were a listener uh, of some of our earlier works, uh, we were a big fan. Well, I guess we'll say a fan of uh, the drummer of Five Finger Death Punches. Oh yeah, side I forgot, project. I forgot he was a he was the drummer. Mm-hmm. A little band called Psychosexual, which wiped from the internet. Doesn't nope. exist. Really? I think you can still get it on Apple Music, but YouTube. You can't get gone. any of their music videos uh-uh. anymore. Mm-mm. Gone. Oh. And I think the band doesn't exist anymore. I mean, they're still in our YouTube videos. No. The ones where we show them. Oh, yes. The one where we show them. I was going to say, it's still in ours. Yeah, you can still see like reaction videos to them, but the actual like psychosexual page. Completely gone. Gone. Gonzo. Ooh. Yeah. Bad look. I don't know what happened. Um, Other than they they really, they just sucked so much dick. Yeah. Maybe, maybe YouTube finally did something right. It was horrible. In- anyway, instead of killing our live streams all the time for <laughs> copyright claims. Yeah. Well, well we that, got over that. Well, that's we why really they call us it. bad company. Yeah. We are bad company. We're the bad boys of, uh, should we do some housekeeping? Pennsylvania craft beer podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> bad company. All right, everybody. Um, same spiel, different week. Uh, follow rate review, uh, all major platforms, all me, all the podcast, all, all, guys. all the podcast platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. I don't know anymore. Yeah, Pocket Casts, Castbox. People apparently use Pocket Casts. I don't. Know I don't know. Anchor wants you to go and use the Anchor website. No, I don't. No, don't do no. that. That's so. <laughs> that's they so stopped giving us advertising money. So <laughs> you can you can say, hey Alexa. Oh, the yeah. best, the best yeah, best friends podcast in the world. We're, and uh we're so optimized. I know. It's awesome. We're, it's the it's the 21st century. We're, so, uh, yeah. Give us a follow, guys, yeah. and subscribe. Subscribe. Follow Follow. Whatever. Rate. rate. What are we rating it, Dan? Five star party. Five star party. Spoken like a true butt rock singer. I'm gonna learn that in Spanish. <laughs> Cinco star. A stero. I think it's like a stero, a star. I'll look it up. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, And then give us a rating or a review. That's the one. Uh, Give us a review. Um, Scathing. Scathing reviews are the funniest. Yeah. But as long as you give us five stars, feel free to write whatever. Yeah. I haven't checked in a while. Have we gotten any new ones? No. Okay. I actually checked it today. No. Uh, um. <clears throat> all right, and uh, and as always, we are a part of the Hopped Up Network. Uh, Hot work. Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing network of independent craft beer podcasts. Uh, yeah, dude, it's like you don't even need this. Right, it's all off the dome piece, bro. Uh, much like ours, <laughs> you can go on, go and check out all the other independent craft beer podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com, and you can follow them on Instagram at. Hopped up network. Oh, just that easy. Just that easy. <clears throat> so Dan, you uh you had a little uh excursion. Yeah, I did a little camping up in the uh up in I guess north central Pennsylvania. And uh, you know, crossed some uh Pennsylvania craft beer off my list right there, as you can see Tom's new hat right there. Did a little visit to New Trail. It was New Trail country, basically. Yeah. I mean, we were only like an hour away. So it's like every you if you pass a bar, it's like 
it's like people when they see like the Trogues neons mm-hmm. and restaurants, oh, you, yeah. you just see like new trail stuff on oh, okay. like every, every hunter's welcome restaurant that we passed. There's like new trail sign <laughs> on it. So it was new trail country. It was cool. You know, it's nice to get out and. I just yeah. imagine Mike going, just driving to every bar with a nail gun and just, <laughs> just, just hitting them. Just with, putting a new trail sign there. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're here. Well, the bar that like is two miles from our campsite that we either have to bike or hike to is just like, you know, glass doors full of new trail. It's like they just have this place like just like a satellite location. Yeah, you are you are a one and only location for new trail. <laughs> it's like, well, they have the glass yeah, they have the cases with mm-hmm. new trail and then they have all the domestics on one side too for like all their Oh well, yeah. All the, like the you know, the usuals and everything. Crap. I don't drink that crap beer crap. Yep. Just a bunch of like blue uh Bud Light cans. Mm-hmm. You know the uh the aluminum bottles that oh, you yeah. see at baseball mm-hmm. games? Ton of those. Oh wow. I heard a guy with like you know, all of his front teeth missing, telling me how his aluminum can was hurting his teeth. But then I like, I turned and he didn't have any teeth. So I was, <laughs> so I was trying to figure out what teeth were hurting. I'm like sitting there drinking my beer and I just hear him in the corner. He's like, man, these aluminum cans hurt my teeth. I look is it over. Like a, is it like a phantom limb situation? Like he just has like they're a gone, but he's still there like feels a nerve it? hanging in there or something. He's <laughs> like touching it. It's so, like, a, it's like a live electric wire hanging down. Sometimes you just need a, you need to be able to screw a, a cap back on. I know, or or just pour it in a glass, man. If it hurts so much. Well, I mean, I'm saying like you need those are you, you need those those uh, aluminum bottles so you can, you know, screw a cap back on and then get and back to work. I, I guess I don't know. He was killing them though. There was no way he was saving any for later. Well, not him in general. I mean, just like their normal clientele, I would assume. Or you just turn them into canteens. I don't know why people have them. I don't. I don't know, I, I don't know why they're. I don't know. Let's let's get down to some. Uh, let's get down to some good beer. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. All right. Um, so we are joined today. Uh, do I have notes? Do we have? We have notes. I don't. I might be able to do this off the dome piece. Um, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna nail the last name. It's just. I, I think I can get it, but I. It's probably pronounced differently than I, I expect. I'm guaranteeing that you're gonna. I'm gonna nail it, or I'm gonna butcher it. Oh, you're butchering. Oh, okay, it. that's like a usual. Um. All right. So we're joined today by I I. I coined the, uh, I think I coined the, a new name for this brewery, a uh, new nickname. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, they're, I mean, I guess an OG. OG they're, in our eyes. I, yeah. Definitely. I, we, this if, is a. If you're around our age, which if, uh, if Anchor's metrics are any. Indication. Are ac- or accurate at all. Uh, if you're listening, you're probably in our age, age range. Uh, so you started drinking craft beer around the same time as us. And they're, you know, they're. Right there. Yeah. You know, it's what we started drinking with is one of the, they're one it, of the, it was like OGs. a later one, but it was like, you know, one that, you know, kind of started popping up in our area where we were like, yeah. oh, you know, kind of came up with a lot of the big three that we always talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trogues, yeah. Victory, Sly Fox. And then, you know, you had the, these other ones coming in and speaking of this one, I mean, in the Chamonix Creek. Man. Yeah. I mean, I can fan out hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I coined it the, uh, the crown jewel of Croydon. Oh, I like that. I like that. Crown yeah. jewel of Croydon. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk to their marketing department. We'll get that copyright. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll CC them on the email. So we're joined by the head brewer from Neshaminy Creek Brewing Company, uh, Jason Rank. Let me bring him up here. Uh, 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 what's My up? mouse is stuck. There we hey, go. Hey, hey. hey, how you Did, doing, everyone? Good. How are you? Hey, hey oh, guys. I'm I'm big. Did you? Yeah, I'm I'm switching it. There <sighs> we go. I don't know how to fix that. Like how to make it so it's always going to be that. Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, did I nail the last name? 
You nailed it. Nailed Rank. it 100%. Yes. All right. <laughs> so thank you for coming Thanks on for with us. Off to a good start. How do you like a Crown Jewel Croydon? Come on, man. That is a great ring to it, right? No, no that's nice. Crown, Yeah, Crown Jewel Croydon. I mean, that might be a beer name. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to be drinking some Neshaminy Creek beer. Um, uh, Dan and I, you're going to see Dan and I just jittering a lot. We're going to be talking real fast. Real fast. Just ba- We're bouncing. I'm ping-ponging. Or my brain is just... I've, I've just been rubbing my finger around on my teeth. <laughs> just like... The uh, the espresso is yes. hitting. Man, did, did you put anything in it? Just a little cocaine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not a cop, are you? <laughs> you know, uh, you have to tell me legally. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, all right, so... Um, what are we going to start off here with, Dan? Well... This is actually a first for the podcast. Uh, I mean, Jason did make a good point here with this. So we're starting with a collaboration beer. Oh. So uh, we're going to be starting with the, uh, what do we got here? Without Light, which is their Czech Dark Lager. Um, and before I get into it, uh, we'll talk about it here because we're almost caught up. Um, you can follow all the beers that we do on the podcast by following us on Untapped. <laughs> yes, that's right. Untapped. Hell yeah. Uh, it's Best Best Friends Pod. Best Best Friends P-O-D. I feel so alive, I feel so alive right now after espresso. I, I feel very alive for the first time in the podcast. 93 episodes. I'm not, I'm not dragging myself through the mud here. All right. So we got Without Light is our take on a Czech dark lager brewed with floor malted bohemian barley. Has notes of dark bread, light chocolate, and a pleasant noble spiciness from the mounds of... The, the mounds of Zal's haps. Mm. Sounds noble. That sounds very noble. Very noble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Are we ready to crack yep. in unison for this yes. one? Let's do it. I'm salivating. Oh, man. We're going to get a unison crack. Yeah. And you're, oh, you're so happy right now. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. All right. All right. cracks. Awesome. So, um, I know you're kind of re- relatively new to Nishamini. Is this one of that you were involved in? Yeah, actually, um, so I'm actually, I'm actually pretty old with Nishamani. Oh, okay. Like, Nishamani was actually the first um, full-time brewing gig I had, so back in probably uh, late 2013. Um, so I was their second hire as brewer. Um, so, um, so I was definitely kind of there through the, you know, probably the, your formative years where uh, my formative um, years. And actually, I, and then I went off after. Um, I was there probably three years, and I was lead brewer when I left, and then I, um, I moved on to Second Story in Old City. Um, where I was head brewer for about two and a half years. Um, and that was my first head brewer gig. And then um, then Nishamani actually hired me back to uh, to run the Borough Brew House in Jenkintown, which is the a brew pub there, um, which we don't have. But um, about after about a year, um, there were some kind of changes in our organization and ended up coming back to help out and became head brewer of, of Nishamani um, about two years ago. So awesome. It's all full, full circle. So Full circle. <laughs> so guys, yes. uh, let's so cheers. Cheers. Slancha. This smelled so good when I was pouring mm-hmm. it out. Oh, right on, man. Yeah, I'm really proud of this one. Um, this is actually, believe it or not, the first collaboration um, I've ever done. Oh, really? <laughs> um, in, in my brewing career, as far as like, I mean, probably oh, wow. with another brewer. Um, so they're one of those things that kind of get thrown around like, hey, let's do a collab band and stuff like that. And, and all that's cool. But I'm, I'm not like a collab happy person. Um, you know, like... Uh, Maybe I don't play with well with others. It could be, uh, <laughs> or it's, you know, I want it to mean something mostly. You know what I mean? So, um, so this is perfect actually. Um, 
Jake at Second Sin and I, um, he's someone I have immense respect for. And we go back quite a ways at Chamonix. We used to work together um, and, uh, you know, have a, a really good friendship. And I've always really uh, respected his brewery. And, and we always talk loggers, always ask each other advice, stuff like that. He's like what I consider a true uh, like brew colleague. So, um, so we got together and did this and I'm really, really proud of it. I think it's like uh, one of the best things we made this year. I'm really excited. I love lagers, um, but yeah, it's just got that, you know, kind of that, that chocolate note, um, kind of dark bread and um, just has that subtlety balance. Um, it's just really everything I like in a beer. So I'm really happy with it. I got so excited when, when you suggested this beer, when you were like, uh, when I saw that dark Czech lager come through, I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> i've been waiting for this all week yeah nice. and, and the tasting notes are spot on like mm -hmm. the dark bread um i'm definitely getting the notes of that and a little bit of the hints of chocolate mm -hmm. uh one thing i definitely am picking up on the nose a lot is the uh floral notes of like the noble hops and everything like for how Absolutely. much is on my palate with this beer like the smell of it is very like very like clean hop like scent to it when you stick your nose in it you get a lot of cool. the other flavors kind of on your palate which is nice i'll tell you i'm glad we did this one first because it pairs well with the uh the coating of espresso on yeah this is, this is yeah it's really helping to wash that mm. nespresso out of my palate and um that's oh, it's it's actually going real well yeah our yeah. second beer nice. would have not matched well with that coffee taste <laughs> no would not have <laughs> no i really no, like i'm glad you said that about the hops you know because um it, we um at first um when we were talking about kind of our hop bill um obviously we wanted to have it um sort of like a um you know like kind of treat it like a pilsner even you know like a black pilsner um sort of uh but when i look at the amount of hops we we're going to use it's like ah, i don't know man that's a lot you know? <laughs> so we you know we we hopped it at the rate that you would hop a, a you know like a german pilsner um okay so um but i was always, i was like very like okay is it going to overtake and i think it's going to turn out to be a really nice balance and i'm glad we did as much as we did so yeah uh it's really good to hear the uh the shape of hops to come how how it just oh. formed in there <laughs> <laughs> uh, i had to bring up the name it's one of my favorite names in uh in craft beer i was gonna say just like know. it's legendary you know like i mean I, I watched that brand happen right in front of me you know i was able to probably brew it one of the first times and so that, that beer is definitely near and dear to me and we, you know, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Take care of it still. And, you know, <laughs> we'll get into, so, yeah. uh, we'll get into many more, many uh, more Nishamini, uh, beers in a little bit. Um, I just want to talk about this beer a little bit more. I mean, it's, it's ticking all the boxes for me, Dan, uh, very, uh, you took you took my line. You took my great British bake off line. I had God to, damn it. It really, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I love, mm. um, Anytime I see a dark lager, uh, I get really excited because I love the mix of uh, like the crispiness of a lager with the roastiness of the malt. Clean, yeah, mm -hmm. roastiness I, and clean at the same time, like that. And Jason nailed it. It's it's a it's a superbly well balanced beer. Um, like you said, you get a little bit of those floral hops and the, like the the hops and the 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 roast of the malt work really well together. Um, One's not really overtaking the other. Uh, it's a really nice, bready, uh, small hint of chocolate. I mean, it really is just a well-rounded beer. I would put this one in the uh, like the fall seasonal. I wouldn't call it oh, a yeah. seasonal beer because I probably have it all year. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, this is definitely something where like I think I'd appreciate it more when there's like a chill in the air and kind oh, of yeah. sitting around a fire or something or outside with your friends. We talked about it last week. I mean, I I want. I want Marson all year long. I know. <laughs> like, I want those those dark lagers all year. I would drink them constantly. Yeah. Um. I, I I'm not a huge fan of the. Uh, oh, it's 
stout season. It's, you know, Pilsner season. It's, you know, I'm a heavy stand with that. Like season seasonality. Sometimes I'm just, it, it, it just happens. Like mm. if I look at my beer fridge and I have like, you know, a couple of different variations to choose from, I take weather into effect seasonality, <laughs> what I'm doing. Oh yeah. And like from September through October, you know, I'm drinking every fest beer I can get my hands on. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love this time of year. I really do. Um, yeah. as far as the, uh, you know, the, um, the other parts of the beer, um, the great head retention, um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say uh-huh. it. No, I appreciate that. That's something we noticed earlier on because we we spunded this one, um, which is I'm familiar with the technique, but it's um, you know using a pressure relief valve basically to trap in as much natural carbonation as you can. Um, so when we were taking samples early on during fermentation, it just had this like long lasting kind of creamy head, almost like a nitro beer would, you know. Um, so I, you know a lot of the a lot of the carbonation is actually natural from just you know collecting it at the end of fermentation. It's still got um, that nice so. head retention, good lacing on the glass. Yeah, and I attribute that to the the base malt was really nice to work with. We used the like the Vireman Bohemian, and there's a Bohemian Dark that um, really I think is really the backbone of this thing because um, it's uh, Bohemian Dark is like I think it's a, like a nine lava bond uh, malt, so sort of like a, a dark Munich. Okay. Um, so uh, so kind of has that uh, bread crustiness, um, but really just kind of tied the you know the whole thing together. And I think that's a lot of where the um, uh, the good like foam is coming from. Um, is that base malt and actually, you know, like loads of Zots hops, um, hops are, you know, foam positive element mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? So it was just like, all right. Um, Great so mouthfeel really too on it. Uh, Thank you. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you expect from a lager. Um, mm-hmm. Just really good, ties the room together, yeah. man. <laughs> good, good <laughs> carb bite with not being, without being over carbed. Um, yeah. It's like medium carbonation. It's like, yeah. um, like two and a half volumes, um, which is kind of what we do a lot of our, our lagers at. So, um, you know, still lets it breathe, but still got a, a Christmas to it, you know, so. Yeah, it's really overall well, well-rounded. Yep. Yeah, Thank highlighted you. before it. when you said uh, well-balanced and like at that first sip, as soon as you said that, it was in the back of my mind the whole time. I'm like, yep, exactly. <laughs> it was like ticking all the boxes for me, Tom, <laughs> um, of everything I like to find in the uh, Czech Dark Lager, so. Um, cool. Do you want to, do you have the uh, the untapped to bring up? You want to bring up their... Uh, the untapped page for this beer so our our viewer can <laughs> can check it out um yeah let me get that pulled yeah out here. <clears throat> so we're gonna bring up the uh untapped Ugh. um not a fan of untapped over here i don't know how you feel about it jason but <laughs> not a fan I, well, I used to not look yeah because you know, like there's this pressure that goes along with it right it's just like but um but generally no i think it's kind of cool because it's like when you make something and you can see other people enjoy it or comment on, on it or knowing that they're having it you know i mean i don't I don't follow the rating so much. I mean, I, yeah, I'm pleased when someone thinks it's a four or five great, you know, like that's awesome. But I just, I like evidence of people being happy. That's kind of nice. Um, but, and then you get the occasional, you know, like some kind of comment that's just like, well, I don't, <laughs> you know, yeah, bad review or this or that, you know, but it's, it is what it is, you know, I think it's kind of cool. But So this is, this is a newer release, correct? You, correct. Yeah. This, this came out just a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, we did a, we released at our brewery on a Friday and then, uh, Jake does Metal Monday, so we did a little mon- oh. Metal Monday night um, over over at uh, Second Sin. Oh, that's awesome! Um, yeah. Have you guys ever been to Second Sin before? No, I have not. No, this is actually oh, the first. The I would say the first offering I've had of Second Sin. Oh, right on! Right on. No, they're great. He makes uh, great beers, and um, he does a lot of kind of wacky stuff that I don't. I feel really like there was another so. one that we had. It was another collaboration beer. I feel like that's all we've only ever had collaborations from yeah. Second Sin. Yeah. Like we got to go to. Okay, he go does there. a lot of them. He does a lot of them. 
Um, but yeah, you're sitting at what four, over four with a hundred reviews. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, hype pretty status solid, right yeah. there. Yeah. So. so uh, yeah, we're. Uh, that's just nice knowing that people are out there enjoying it. You know what I mean? So yeah, we did. Was, uh, we did. I was checking. You know, I'm like, all right, let's see what people are saying. <laughs> we did. Uh, we did a beer. We did one beer before uh, with uh, Hannah over at Naked, and mm. uh, we. That uh, was awesome. I was obsessively looking at Untapped to the point where I was just. He was making up like other profiles to like har- harass people. Harass <laughs> so, so people. Why would you it? say these things? <laughs> this beer was great. I don't know what this guy's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, it was just one, one that really like I I looked at it and I got so angry and I was like I just gotta stop. <laughs> it was like yeah. oh this isn't this isn't as hoppy as. Uh, another beer and i'm like it's it's a completely different beer it's a completely (laughs) different beer why would you why would you compare them his wife told me he fell asleep just muttering that in his sleep he's like it's a completely different beer no i friended completely different i friended the person so i could comment on their post and i was like why would you comment that (laughs) and then they unfriended me (laughs) uh sometimes it's funny there's i think when i was at um Second story, I, I think I first started checking on tap because I was, you know, making some of my beers at the place for the first time. And I made some pale ale that was um, this guy. I'll never forget it, his name is Jared. And he held he held the beer up in front of the chalkboard right in front of the name. And he was like, this beer sucks, Jared. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, thanks, Jared. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're just behind the bar and you like saw it happening too. like this guy's taking yeah. the picture of it. And you're like, oh, cool. I can't wait to see what he says about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like, Damn yeah, there's, there's there's people out there who are aren't kind, but like, I don't know. I just enjoy that. I think it's funny, you know. Like, I don't know. I, it's uh, and yeah, like, you know, just getting a reaction out of anybody's, you know, okay by me. <laughs> so. I I love that you guys listen to Paul Bear the entire time here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We um, that was the band that um, Jake actually turned me on to. Um, I mean, I was a you know born and raised metalhead, but um, you know, I hadn't really listened to them, and uh, you know, we just kind of just listen to them all night long, like every night, you know, and it was just like, and it was just like, just put you in that headspace. So like when we got together to do a beer, you know, we had already decided we were doing a dark check and we're thinking of names and, you know, and then I was just like, man, without light, you know, like, I mean, that's the first, the opening lyric to worlds apart that we used to sing all the time. We're like, we saw them live and would sing, you know, so it was just like, it was, um, it naturally grew out of our love for them and that music. And I think it relates to the beer. It wasn't like a, Hey, let's do a co-marketing or try to get, uh, you know, like it wasn't, it's not like an obvious, like Paul Berry name. So um, I, it was just like, I like it when, when a name comes out and it's just natural. Cause like a lot of times naming the beer is like the absolute worst part. You know, you're, you know, it's just like, you think it would be fun, but it's just a drag, an eternal drag. <laughs> <laughs> I think you highlighted like a good point. Uh, like one of the things I loved so much about the Chamonix is the music references in your names. Yeah. I mentioned the shape of hops to come. Like as soon as I saw yeah. that name, I knew exactly what it was. And it, oh, yeah, cool. it, it made me giggle. Like, and like yeah. the amount of like your anniversary shows you guys used to have back in the day and how much I was like, I got to get out to that show. And they'd always be like sold out or something. And I'd be like, oh no, it's like you had some of my favorite punk bands, some of my favorite metal bands. You guys had municipal waste doing boogie board slides around. That, yeah, that's insane, yeah. dude. I was and like, I think it, I may be wrong, but I think Napalm Death and Sick of It All were like the same night. It was just ridiculous. It yeah. was just like, that you was know, the same so, night it was like the hardcore and metal. And then you guys did a couple like anniversary punk shows and brought like some punk bands in there too. And yeah. like, they were some of my favorite bands. I'm like, this, this is happening at a, at a brewery. This is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a pretty, pretty badass thing to be a part of, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And 
something that I would never do as far as like, I mean, that was um, a lot of that was Jeremy, like the uh, you know original head brewer and, um, and founder um, really, really made that part of the thing. And, and the, the cool thing is that all of us together who it's, you know, um, kind of end up forming the Chamonix Creek were just all music people. Like I played drums my whole life, played in bands and um, there's just like a logical like connection with, with brewing. All right. you know what I mean? Well, um, uh, like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to step out and you and Dan uh, can have this conversation because uh, I'm just going to bring my kid in <laughs> and we're just going to go over a couple things together. <laughs> yeah. I'm no longer needed here, so I'll take my leave. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to trade, we're going to, we're going to sit on the kits and trade twos and fours right now. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, that's awesome. You play, so you play drums as well. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. How long have you been playing for? Oh man. It's, I mean, it's gotta be going up around upwards of 20 years. I mean, I started, yeah, yeah. About 20 years. I think I started like fifth grade and I played through concert band and marching band and all that stuff. And then started playing my first band in high school and just played ever since. And, I remember taking lessons and I got into garage band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I, I did one like jazz, like uh jazz show for our school only because the, uh, the drummer for the jazz band was like sick and they were like, yeah. Hey, we heard you play drums in your garage. I was like, I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was in jazz band and like we, I didn't know jazz. Like I, we'd set up two crappy kits and uh, try to play Metallica songs like, like yeah. <laughs> and justice would just come out, you know, and it's just like, it was just a fun, a fun time. You know? I'd always like, like a, tap the uh, offspring. Like you gotta keep them separate on the hi-hat stand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lars plays at about a 10th grade level anyway. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I had no problem getting to Lars. <laughs> His snare is at a fifth grade level. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so how did you uh, how did you get into uh, into brewing? Um, you know, um, I started home brewing, which is, I mean, it's, it's kind of where everyone starts but um it really was like an idea before i even knew what the hell brewing was i thought like oh man i could like grow hops in my yard i had no idea what hops were <laughs> what they looked like you know what i mean i'm being honest with you like just I just throwing hop just, um, seeds out into the out into the yard like gorilla weed yeah like what, they, like, grow here, what do they do i have no idea you know like i was that clueless about you know um so it was just this thing that i had read about first um and then it was like oh i got you know like really read and then really got obsessed and started reading more and you know got my homebrew kit and started brewing at home and and it was something, um, something that I could do on my own um, that I really enjoyed. So, like Dan might be able to relate to this as a, being a drummer in a band can be difficult. Um, I mean, even though I love drums, I love music, um, but it was really nice to be able to uh, not have to deal with a lead singer or a guitar player. Like, just take, you know, like take aesthetic control of something start to finish, make all the decisions. It's like being a songwriter or something. You know Instead of just like nodding your head behind the toms, going, "This guy." has no idea what he's talking about right now. <laughs> right, right. You get, you get voted, you know, like, it's just like, um, uh -huh, so there was uh -huh. like that whole thing. Um, so, and I think like towards the end of, you know, hey, I love music, but towards the end of my, you know, like the last band I was in was probably 2010. And, and that was around the time I'd already been homebrewing for maybe four or five years. Um, and uh, and that was uh, something that was just like, you know, like I, all my creative energy started going into making recipes and brewing at home and, and making things in my yard. And there's a lot of people who treat it as a social thing with it, which is fine. Like you're like, oh, we're gonna homebrew at a buddy's house and drink a couple of beers, and I just never did that. To me, it was like solitude. It's a place for me to just do my thing. Um, you know, my yard became kind of my sanctuary. You just know? like, like really, antisocial, like brewing just in your yard. I don't want anyone around. Sunset. Yeah, like, I want to, you know, like get to the bottom of this and not have any distractions and all that kind of stuff. So it's probably why I don't collaborate with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I just have that 
You know what I mean? You had that um, kindergarten so, report card that was just like does not play well with others. <laughs> the kindergarten report card right. was like, yeah, for no, some I'm reason Jason doesn't I, share I any of the toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but it was just it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And um, and I realized also like as you know, being in a band where you're like, all right, we made a seven inch, our closet's full of them. Um, we sell a couple of show here or there, but like you're sitting on something, you know. And the beautiful thing about beer is um, it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> um, like people, people buy it. They want to get drunk. They, you know, like what, you know, um, obviously you have to part ways with something that's not selling or moving or it's slower, but there's a built in audience that consumes what you do. So you can do it at a rapid rate and get good at it. Oh, totally. You know, like, which is kind of like, it's kind of like a craft and that, um, you know, but Hey, is it, then it's also like, Hey, am I, am I in a cover band? You know, am I, <laughs> like I, I'm trying to emulate a style that's, you know, like hundreds of years old and, you know, trying to get every detail right. I never did that with music where I'm like, I'm going to play an authentic country song. You know, like I just never. You know, yeah. so it's, it's weird. It's a different, it's a different thing, but, um, but something that really just, um, I just got obsessed with. So, um, and then, I, uh, at that point, it was a couple of years in, I wasn't that far into it or I was just like, you know, I think I'm going to try to make a, a go at this professionally because there weren't enough hours in the day for me to explore all the things I wanted to, or to learn as much as I wanted to, you know what I mean? So, um, I think I applied for brewing school at that point. It was like a two year waiting list. I ended up going to American Brewers Guild in Vermont. Um, oh, cool. It was a really good program, um, really awesome. And it actually got back in touch with, uh, you know, like before I started that, it was like uh, they highly recommended you take a chemistry class again and kind of get in touch with that kind of stuff. And it was great because I was always good at math and science, uh, but like to have something that I really cared about to apply it to was just like something else, you know, and it was like something I did later in life. I was like, um, you know, like 40 when, you know, when I was decided to go to brew school. Um, so, you know, it was just like changed my life, like brewing changed my life, you know what I mean? So um so yeah i mean i'm, I'm definitely a, a happy person you know like i mean i wake up every day and i mean yeah there's bullshit with any uh job or kind of thing but like i generally get up excited wanting to go in and check on the beers want to see what's gonna what's next what are we doing next um what's coming up next year and you know all that stuff so it's That's good awesome. you, know? like, yeah. you, really you love to hear like the passion like mm -hmm. with yeah. brewers because you were like you get a lot of like different uh takes from brewers that uh you know when we sit down with them you have you know, the people who have who had the passion who may be like just jaded from the whole beer scene and things like that, mm -hmm. who may just like it's just another it's like they're just basically, you know, they're punching a time card when they come in. That's, you know, that's all yeah. they're doing. And then yep. like hearing this, like when you said brewing changed your life, that is it, it's awesome to hear that you ha it's had this significant influence on you and that oh, you can yeah, hear yeah. the passion in your voice when you talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I've never I've never. Well, right. Maybe one time, but I, I, I'd never look at the clock going like, oh God, you know, like school's almost out. You know, <laughs> one more hour. It's oh. never like that. It's usually like, oh God, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to get this done. And then, you know, and then you're, you want to leave work and, oh, well, you're surrounded by your friends having a beer after work and, and it's all stuff you made or made together. And, you know, so it's, it's not like a normal job, you know, where it's like, at like four o'clock you're in the car going home getting as far away from work as you can i mean i have a healthy separation but at the same time you know um you know i still you know yeah i'll, I'll be thinking about beer when i go to bed you know like but not in a bad way you know like i'll be you know so <laughs> i don't know it's, it's not bad <laughs> so do you do you remember the first style of beer that you brewed on on your home brew kit yeah it was it was actually um it was a it was one of those kits where it was just like literally paint by numbers it was um and it was actually from home sweet homebrew they were a, a, a brew shop that was kind of famous in center city um been there for years and I, I think they closed now or do online stuff now i'm not really sure exactly but um they had a kit called amber waves and it was just like an amber ale oh, totally. um, and it was just like you know there was like some special some mystery specialty grain that was pre-cracked that you dumped in in, in a sock you know or like a, you know a, you know in a 
pastry cloth or whatever. Makes it sound um, like toilet beer. Socks, stuff in your toilet. No, you, just, you kind of follow directions, try to keep as, you know, everything as clean as you can and all that. And it was just like, you know, just, um, so, but I'll never forget what it was like popping the bottle cap the first time and, you know, and hearing that pop and um, seeing something ferment in your basement, you know, like you're witnessing fermentation. And it was just like, you know, I'll never forget that, you know. Um, and so I did like, I did those kind of things maybe two or three times. And then I started making my own recipes and doing my thing. And I, I actually did like full on extract, like on my stove for a good three years or two years oh, before I got into uh, doing all grain and all that Um um, and so when I did, things just went to a whole another level, you know, when you start, you know, boiling a whole volume and, you know, making your own grist and your own fermentables and stuff like that. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah, it was something like that. That was probably the first one that I, you know, um, made. So Dan and I had a <clears throat> an unforgettable first and only time brewing. Beer. We'll never forget. No, never forget it. Uh, we did a <laughs> uh, Mr. Beer kit. Which yeah. is just dumping slime <laughs> in the water and hoping for nice. the best. And uh, nice. Oh, is that was... like a little barrel? The little yes. two gallon barrel? Yep. Pla- the plastic barrel, by the way. Yeah. Oh, so no, yeah. that's sweet. Um, and you still I... have it? No. Oh, I wish we did. <laughs> Good God, no. God, I wish we did now. It was, the, it was, it might have been the worst beer I've ever tasted. <laughs> I uh, was trying to see if I had, I, I, I swore I uh, downloaded the pictures of our, uh, I'll have to look for it, but the, uh, we were so hyped on it. We started going over like designs for a brewery. Oh no. Like, I, yeah. No, I have, and stuff. I have that label somewhere. I think it's on my, uh, Facebook. Um, yeah, we, we, we did a West coast, uh, West coast IPA. It was like a Sierra Nevada clone. And, uh, oh, nice. I'll never forget cracking that first beer either because it was really, really overcarved. <laughs> Added a little too much sugar to it. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was drinking like uh like Dr. Henry's magic oh, elixir. God, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I remember we were so excited when we cracked it too, because it was like, you know, it started fizzing out. We we're like, oh awesome. We're yeah. like, it's not it's not done fizzing yet. What's going <laughs> right. on with this? It's just like the volcano, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like it was like, yeah, science, science project. project. <laughs> 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 it just kept going off. We're like, going. it's not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done that too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, what? what's happening <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man yeah we had such plans for we we're gonna do a really dark stout because we were that's what we were into dale's uh dale's 1050 dale's 1050 yeah we i was so our, like hyped on that beer that we we're like yeah we're gonna do a stout and we were so disappointed in ourselves we just quit yeah. <laughs> that was it yeah what, what was the problem with the stout we didn't do one. We, we were, didn't know. We were so disappointed we, in the IPA. We were like, no, we, we're oh, not going to do it. Like, we just gave up then. Yeah, yeah. that IPA so. devastated us so much that we just gave yeah. up on the whole beer game. We were like, I don't know, yeah. Tom. Do you do you just want to go back to college? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was so offensive. <laughs> <laughs> this is our big oh, ticket out of here, man. <laughs> Someone's going to find yeah. out about this beer and come and beat us with a bat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, so oh, bad. Um, I think one thing you highlighted on earlier when we were talking about like getting going from like music to beer was uh, making that uh, cover band kind of comparison of yeah. like, you know, you're kind of taking these, you know, styles and these recipes that have been around for like, you know, hundreds of years and kind of putting your own spin on it. Mm-hmm. And like from a musician standpoint, I kind of felt like 
I felt what you were feeling with, uh, you know, just being in a cover band and how just monotonous it is. And then like, right. The only time I've ever like enjoyed doing covers is if I have like, as a band, we ever put our own spin on it. So and yeah. that's what I think. And if it's some rad song that no one, you know, or it's either yeah. some obscure or, something or, that, yeah, like, or it's a really song that everybody knows and they can get into it, but you put your yeah. own like style onto it. Yeah. I feel yeah, like, it's, like that's, it's like, you know how like five finger death punch took bad company and tried to make it worse. I know we just <laughs> did that. We literally did that for the intro. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what that was. Like, yeah. yeah, Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, this is a good song. How do we make this like crap? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, uh, God. no, I would say the opposite of how we started this podcast. <laughs> I, I would say like that's one of the things about brewing. I think brewers enjoy is like they, they're taking these classic recipes and these styles and they're like, how can we make this? like signature the Chamonix Creek. How can we make this signature? This? Right. It's still that same style, you know, at right. the base, everything is kind of the same. You have the same format in the song. How can we jazz it up a little bit? Right. How exactly. do we, how do we take this, this style that has been brewed for hundreds of years and make it ours? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I look at what I do more as, I mean, it's, it's certainly performance art when you think about it, because like, um, you know, like no matter what you know or, or how good you think you are, or how good you get, Things can always, whether from a raw material standpoint or from a yeast perspective, can go south or could go. So it's kind of like ice hockey or something where it's just like, you know, you could be the best athlete, the most graceful, graceful person on skates and, and still lose a game because you got this element called ice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's and it's, you know, that's, you know, but it's it's um so it's sort of like performance art. And then also um, when you make something, um, it's dying the minute you make it or maybe it's coming into bloom. But it's this thing that is going to die. Um, it's not like making a record that someone can dig up 100 years from now if it's in the right format and hear it again and hear what you envisioned and what you did. Like beer is just like the people who you reached might remember it in the right way or might think fondly of it, but like they can't really experience the same exact thing. <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of gone. So I love that about it. I actually yeah, really love that. Yeah, that's what I like about beer too because it's not yeah. as shelf stable as the uh, merch I have from my old band that's been sitting in my attic for like 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> Nobody wants it. Right. <laughs> it's just I, I, I started laughing when you said that uh, it was like performance art because I, when you said that, I just pictured you dancing around the <laughs> brew house. I wonder why you're laughing. Like yeah, a, yeah. I, I, I just picture you like a Christopher like Walken in, in Weapon of Choice by Fatboy Slim. Or uh, I was actually, we mentioned earlier a Big Lebowski reference, but yes. when he goes to the performance, <laughs> he goes to his neighbor's recital. Yeah, I'll be there, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh man so uh final thoughts we'll kick it into the yeah. uh, next one oh we're going to the next beer yeah um yeah just um it's kind of cool like a, a cool segue is like you guys talking about trying to like uh do a sierra nevada recipe like clone sierra nevada or something because i i uh, going into the hop thing um and talking about hey you know talking about what we're just talking about like uh, being at the mercy of raw materials and and never trying a certain combination before or things like that um IPAs are way more difficult than you think they are. Like we can always talk about how wonderful lagers are and how there's no, there's nowhere to hide and it takes like really precise brewing and all that's true. But like um, IPAs are really difficult. Like I never made an IPA at home I was happy with for probably seven years. Oh, wow. You know, um, and I you know I was I'd be like okay this is okay but something I mean I mean something that stood like toe to toe with something I'd get in a store that I liked. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't okay. So you're just like never like, happy like, with. Yeah, it's you know. Either and part of it was maybe the quality of hops I was getting from whatever homebrew shop or this or that, or just learning how to use them. You know what I mean? So, um, but anyways, I guess going into this, we'll talk about this one, but I'm really, you know, yeah. really proud of this IPA. I mean, IPAs are, you know, 
um, they can be difficult, you know? Yeah. yeah. As, as far as, uh, as far as without light goes, uh, I would drink this every day. It is, awesome. You know, this is right up my alley. Uh, awesome. Great, great dark check lager. Uh, I'd love, to, I'd, I'd love to have this on a check side pool. Oh yeah. A little check side pool action yeah. on this one. Oh dude, actually uh, Friday, I got to give a shout out to, um, Rory actually, um, Rory is a guy, um, Rory McClure. He's uh, one of our brewers, fantastic brewer. Um, he's got a beer coming out this Friday uh, called Quilts of Fury, and it's a Baltic Porter Ooh. using our, our lager yeast. So it's an 8.5% Baltic Porter, and we're actually putting that on side pour. And that'll be really nice. Like It's really it's really special. Oh, so man. that's going to yeah. happen. Baltic we'll Porter, that is, a, uh, that is a style that just does not get the love it deserves no no no, it's another you know like you know like you know there's a lot of us who you know i mean hey everyone's got their bag of tricks that they they like doing or, or the styles that they like and i try to include other brewers in the brew on like things that they're good at or things they're passionate uh, passionate about or want to chase and uh for him baltic porter was one smoke beer was one for me like i got that opportunity to be able to do that years ago um so like um so it's, it's nice to be able to do that kind of stuff you know um, so, and yeah, I'm like, I'm excited to be doing a, having a Baltic Porter and it turn out really, it's, it's really nice. It's gonna be really good. So awesome. that's a perfect yeah. style to put through the, the side pool too. Oh yeah. It'd be nice. Totally. Be like chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. So it'll, I love the, uh, can art for this, uh, without light, because this is exactly where I was camping this weekend was just, <laughs> oh, a, right val- just a valley like that <laughs> in yeah, perpetual yeah. darkness. Like I, yeah, you know, it's just, it's awesome can art for this. It's definitely like it's not like stereotypical to each, uh, brewery. It's kind of like you guys took a single label, put your, uh, you know, put your logos on it, but made this like very unique collaboration logo on it. Thanks, man. doesn't look yeah, like either, it. either company's kind of spin that you guys typically mm-hmm. do on your cans. And you made it we, re- um, very unique. With we had a, one. for this one, actually, I was just like, Hey, let's Jake, let's use your artist and do something different mix it up. And like this whole year we've been, I don't know if you've kind of noticed our portfolio this year, but we've been kind of um, trying out different artists and doing different things. We have like a, a new, an entire rebrand um, happening in January um, that is, is mostly down, like all, all the cores and stuff like that. So like visually oh, okay. things are going to uh, be going in a different direction or kind of, I mean, it's actually the same. It's really our identity, but it's just like kind of a fresh, like kind of a, you know, kind of a, a reset, you know? Um, so this whole year has been kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of, you know, it's been fun um, having different artists and like the, the range of different things we had, but um, uh, like Jake's artists a lot. And I was like, Hey, have your artists do this. And the cool thing was, it's like, um, I think artists, I love collaborating with artists. I mean, it's just like there's such a, a crossover to visual art too and music with, with brewing and stuff. And um, I think you get the best art when you get the hell out of the way and let them do their thing. Yeah. Um, and try to not dictate an entire, unless you have a concept. I mean, there's times where I have a concept or an idea where it's like, hey, I want to do this, whatever. And um, and I think with, with Jake, he was just like, here's the beer, go home and listen to Paul Bear and draw what you think you know what i mean like there was no and you know so and it just came out like wow that could be a paul bear record cover you know like, yeah it's pretty know, gnarly not really cool i was really happy with it yeah yeah so. it's it's such a cool like grayscale uh yeah. concept and you know it's all geometric and after I, I tasting the beer this is the exact yeah. can art i would picture from a like a yeah. Czech dark lager like this especially from yeah. like you guys like you said like with your music background if you know, if I were, you know, a brewer that was into metal music and making check dark lagers, this is very close to the mm-hmm. uh, can label I would do. I, <laughs> awesome. I, ima- I imagine like Mike LaRosa from uh, from New Trail seeing this and punching a hole in the wall because he didn't get it first. I know. <laughs> it's got the hiker on it and everything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, this could have been uh, this could have been moonlit. But no, this is without light. <laughs> <laughs> 
So no, I appreciate the compliment too, and especially with the artwork, and and it's it's really fun, and that's why I actually, you know, I wanted to share these two releases with you guys specifically because I feel like, like with where we're headed and what we're doing, like these beers hit them on all points as far as like this is the beer we want to make, uh, like this is the artwork we want to show, this is like kind of the names we want to do. I mean, it's like it's kind of like it's been a year of us trying to figure out who we are and and kind of like, you know. Uh, we have kind of a, you know, like, I mean, there's been some shakeup, shakeups in our organization over the last couple of years and kind of, um, you know, like, and a lot of people who have been there a long time too, but just trying to, you know, this is like, these beers are us and I feel really good about them. And I feel like they fit into the Nishamani portfolio that I grew up on too. Um, so, yeah, so I appreciate it. Yeah, I love, and I love the, the artwork on this next one that we're going to Oh, yeah, we're going to get into oh, right the, Yeah, uh... this is my favorite of the year, I think, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of great ones this year, but this was like a really nice way to end the year, so. All right, so we're we're gonna be doing uh, Dammy. Uh, All right, by uh, well, you know, yeah, Shamini by Creek. the Chamonix. So, so um, <laughs> description on this, it, like, it got me right off the first sentence here, being a double dry hopped West Coast style Imperial IPA. I'm I'm so excited yeah. for these coconut flavors. I know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you guys cheat? Did you have this earlier, or is this a big surprise? No, yeah. this no, is, no. no, I haven't even. Yeah, I haven't even had this yet. So this is gonna be a first <laughs> yeah. reaction for this, me. Yeah, it's gonna be a first okay. reaction. We just cool. we're we're well versed in Sabro hops. Oh yeah. So like so, yeah, Sabro with the uh, the subtle uh, coconut in that. But yeah, so it's yeah. brewed with two row and light crystal malt. Um, Apollo, Citra, and Sabro are the hops for this bad boy. So yep. uh, looking at an eight point five, this is a little party beer. There's a party beer here. So uh, it is. You're gonna let's, make some bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, let's get a crack going. Let's get a good, nice little right. crack here. Three, two, one. Oh, oh so All so right. good. All right, let's get a nice little pour here. So you said this was your favorite for the uh, for the year so far. Yeah, I think. Well, uh, art wise, and yeah, I think it's. I'll be honest with you. Well, you tell me what you think. I don't want to talk too much about the beer until we smell it and taste it, whatever. <laughs> but no, I'm like, no, back, I guess back to, you know, like the challenge of making IPAs. I'm really proud of this one, you know? Um, and I feel like it's one of the, uh, I think. I wasn't expecting uh, it to really smell too much like an, uh, like a, like a West coast with these hops, but mm -hmm. total West coast vibes on it. Cool. Awesome. It's not hazy. So I'm going to ding you a couple points on that. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, this is not Instagram worthy, but you know, Smell real yeah. good. <laughs> no, I believe I've faced that struggle as well, making a hazy that's not hazy. So. All, right. All right, let's that's cheers good. on this yep. one. I am excited to dip, <laughs> dig into this one. Slancha. Cool. Cheers. Mm. All right. Boy, cool. oh boy, oh boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really um so making IPAs can be really difficult, and I'm really I think this is um I think this is the best IPA I've ever made at the Chamonix, to be honest with you. I'm really, really happy about it. Um, I know that sounds like kind of douchey. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I but I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I mean, as you should be. I mean, with this, with what you're getting, like the, the flavor profile on this is interesting because you're getting the piney, like West Coast. You're telling me there's no Simcoe in here. <laughs> it's got like, no. I feel like it's got like the big C's or like, you know, mm -hmm. but like with, and you get that on the nose, but like the citra and the sapro, just adding that tropical, almost like juiciness into the profile yeah. is. Yeah, um, I, I definitely get a tropical element to it. Um, and, you know, and the I do get a wisp of cedar mint kind of thing. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like I read that in the scripture, you know, like I've wanted to use sabro for years and we just, you know, for working through hop contracts, weren't able to get our hands on it for a while. And now it's it's pretty readily, readily available now and stuff. And uh, 
So it was just like a thrill to be able to brew with this hop that I wanted to use for so long. And uh, I'm really, really happy with it. So, and I was actually shy of it too, is like, um, you know, everyone says like, oh, you can really overdo it with Savro, um, like in a bad way. Yeah. Um, so I yep. kind of like, um, it's about 30% of the aroma, uh, you know, like, and flavor addition. Like, you know, when you look at Whirlpool and Dry Hop, Savro is probably about 30% and the rest is citrus. So it's okay. that's my secret. Um, and it's not a huge thing, but like, you know, some people like will do that much and then keep pulling back or keep, you know what I mean? So, but I'm really happy with it. I would probably leave it the same. I don't yeah. know that I would dial up the Sabro anymore, but. Yeah. It's um, a lovely like it, tropical coconut, almost notes on like your yeah. palate with that. Like, it's, you know, like, like you said, people do overdo it. And that's where you go from like tropical notes to straight suntan lotion Yeah, with Sabro. Yep. And with this, like, you know, why you said like people sometimes dial it back to 30% really, uh. I mean, this is, it's a nice little tropical hint on what I like to call a nostalgic taste that I say like with Imperial, like yep. American or West Coast IPAs have that classic piney, like sort of like dankness that you get from like what I like. I started drinking IPAs as craft beer, like mm -hmm. when I got into craft beer and I was, you know, big into the, you know, IBU wars with all the dogfish head, like 60 minute yeah, 120 mm -hmm. minute, all 90 minute. Oh yeah. And it's nice. It gives me those nostalgic like feelings of those types of beers. But then you put this like modern spin with like the citra and the sabro, give it a nice like tropical blend in there. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was it was um this was unexpected. Um I, I thought just going off of other sabro beers that we've had, I thought we were gonna get a, a nice tropical uh kick in the nose, and then I thought it was gonna be right up front, it was gonna coconut right in your face and <laughs> i honestly think you used the perfect ratio here where it's it's definitely uh citra up front i would say i i think citra is the uh is the front man the david lee roth as you were the real mvp um yeah. and then uh you know you have uh the I would assume it's the Apollo. I'm not too familiar with Apollo hops. I haven't had anything with Apollo, to be honest. Was that a, is yeah. that for bittering? Apollos are bittering hop. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a really high alpha bittering hop. Um, you know, like uh, like 18% alpha acid or something like, and it's um, so, and that's usually usually up front. But um, even with uh, with shape though, um, we uh, do first wort hopping with with Apollo. Okay. Um, so I do think that sort of um, lends a you know, I, I think pushes the resonance kind of thing, even though yeah. most so of those oils are probably gone, but it's, it has that kind of a, you that know, makes sense. I was thinking like, this is like a tropical, like shape of hops to come because I was getting some Ooh. of those, like, like the piney residence that, things that I love about shape of hops to come, but the mm -hmm. finish was just like, you know, had just nice, almost tropical, like eat, made it a little bit more easy drinking. Like I, mm. like back cool. in my you know, younger years, I would kill shape of hops to come like whole four packs. Yeah. I, I got a four <laughs> pack like a year ago. Um, and most recently, like a few months ago, yeah, I drank one and I was like, cool. I'll have one tomorrow too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like, cool. I, I like that, that Apollo comes in, you know, it's, it's that bittering, uh, piney resinous. And then, you know, right at the back end of your palate, Sabro pops up like, hey, don't forget I'm not. Yeah, here. I, I, and you're here. right. As the back end kind of thing, where it almost like it almost contributes like a a mouthfeel, like a like a bitterness kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, where it's just kind of like, uh, but it's like, yeah, but it's it's but it's like that like cedary kind of you know like herbal kind of thing too, you know, where it's like just got kind of a, a bite to it, but it's not offensive, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, I I think it's turned out cool. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, it great mouthfeel on it. Uh, 
yeah. what I would expect from uh, a West Coast. You know, West Coast isn't supposed to be that, you know, creamy, smooth, uh, you know, pillowy mouthfeel that yeah. you get from. You want a little bit of like, um, like hot bite and like mm-hmm. a crispy kind of. A nice carb bite to carb it. Carb bite to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, and this may and th- this may be a dis- just a descriptor like influencing my psychology, but I get I do get like in in a good West Coast I get like kind of a sticky like mouthfeel, you know, where yeah. it's just like kind of like you know like I almost attribute uh, that with like resinous if it's like yeah. something that's like yeah an, like, a, yeah, like a piney resinous kind of I'm gonna say like I always say I say it all the time like just dank like just like a yeah. dank taste to it and everything like take me back to like high school just you know rolling a freshie in the back of the <laughs> back of the cougar back of the old mercury cougar <laughs> you still uh, have a cougar oh no i wish <laughs> it had a giant skull sticker on the hood and everything too like it was like that classic just like this guy's a shit punk right here <laughs> <laughs> i think I, I think if that thing was hit by a train it would do more damage to the train oh probably <laughs> It was like one of those, it wasn't, it was before they became like fast and the furious cougars. It was like the old, like grandma cougar. Mm -hmm. It had like all the features that you would have. So your grandmom's safe while driving. So it had like (laughs) the thing that turned off the high beams for you because when you're old and you're driving a cougar, you want those high beams to turn (laughs) off for you. (laughs) It had like the automatic like seatbelt and everything. It was like, it treated me like I was an elderly woman every time I drove it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the seatbelt thing. I forget about that. Yeah, they the one it, cars that do that, where you turn it on and the belts like. Oh no, this one. Uh, man, I don't think so. I mean, it's yeah. a great feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always made me feel safe. It like it was like wrapping me in a nice warm blanket and giving me hot cocoa. I don't. I don't. So you're trying to talk to someone out the window and you're starting your car. And like, <laughs> I don't even remember that ever happening. But to be fair, oh, I was, I was really high every time I was in that car. <laughs> yeah, it had a it had a back seat that was basically like a couch. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is a really just a very nice, tasty beer. Yeah, thank you. It's tasty you and dangerous at eight point five percent because it's going. It down. is. I, I'm trying it's to pump the brakes. Bitter shape. You know, it's a we eased off the bitterness just a little bit. Not much. I mean, it's like seventy IBU around there. You know what I mean? Um, you know, calculated so. Yeah, and with uh, and we like we mentioned one of its uh, older brothers, like you know, with Shape of Hops to come. You know, usually, I'm like one or two of those at the most before I like you know I'm like, whoo, I'm a little like hopped out. This, I mean, I'd be I, I'd be I'd be nervous to have this in my fridge because I'd probably have one and then like just subliminally have like three more. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it, it, again. And then it, it DM go- Jason and start a band with me, where all we do is play drums together. You're just you just do it. Yeah. It's just two drummers playing drums. It's weird. It's just, <laughs> you're just you're a cover band of the uh, the drum duel from Godsmack. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh, God. We only play Godsmack drum duels. <laughs> That's a concept right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> that would that's a concept that would only come out of your butt rock mind Tom. <laughs> <laughs> listen i stand alone in, in my butt rock uh <laughs> in this suggestion you are standing alone <laughs> yeah all right now you're just crying like a bitch dan oh jesus <laughs> christ no, uh, my butt rock right. mind butt rock mind good beer name oh, oh yeah, there you go good one i like yeah. that uh yeah our, the next episode we do with with jason's gonna have uh Crown Jewel of Croydon and Butt Rock Mind. <laughs> uh, no, I like the Crown Jewel of Croydon. I, I do like that. Like, I would put that on a shirt. 
I, yeah, for sure. I would put that on booty shorts for Croydon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pink, pink shorts, you know. Like, you know there's some clientele in Croydon that would wear those. <laughs> oh, man. Me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I, I really like this. Uh, I really enjoy the artwork on this one. Um, I, I'm, I love that. It, you know, it's funny because when I, I picked up the beers – uh, the, the bartender there that got them for me, he, he put them down on the bar and he was like, congratulations. You got our most colorful beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah. The black and white beers. Yeah. Uh, so was and they're both Giles, yeah. Giles with a big beard. Like the- no, no, no. It was, uh, I don't, I don't know. I didn't catch his name. It was a okay. clean cut guy. Uh, um, okay. but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker for grayscale when it's used, uh, correctly. It, it, turns out great and uh the style yeah, it's kind of funny you got the two the two grayscale beers of the year is uh the lighthouse the theme for this beer art yeah you guys know that movie <laughs> yeah that's I, yeah. I i was looking at the seagulls like the seagull looks real familiar right now kind of looks like Willem oh, Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn ye. um yeah and we actually did it um we did a um we did a promo video this week that was pretty rad the guys from 360 came they do a lot of our photography they're they're right in Croydon. Oh, nice. um, really great dudes, really talented dudes. Um, and they uh, did a uh, we did a little little video. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen that. I wish I had it queued up here. I'm not that uh, savvy. Oh, I can get it queued but, up. Yeah, queue it oh up yeah. There. No, check it out. It's on our social media. And uh, yeah, if you want to show it, it'd be hilarious. It's a it's a good little promo video. Uh, I'm gonna find it. House. Actually, re- let me. Oh, uh, I got it right here. <laughs> uh, you got it. Wait, I got wait, it. Hold on, let me see. Cool. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me let me bring it up here so we can get the. Uh, audio from it oh you might be able to get i'm trying to think if that would work if it would come through or uh, the audio would come through on i'll send it to you yeah send it to me <laughs> um yeah i'll bring it up here um <clears throat> yeah so you guys are going in a a different art direction coming up in the uh in the new year yeah yeah we have um you know and it's 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 basically i mean we laid out everything we were and and are and it's like kind of you know like there's still so many similarities in our aesthetics <laughs> you know what i mean well, it's a lot of the same people there and stuff like that so um it's not going to drift too far but it's just more kind of like hey like you know like we've we've changed a bunch and now's the right time to kind of sorry i'm getting a know. link to you i'm getting a link to you all right cool <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so be looking out for that in uh, january um we'll have uh you know all new all new can art uh, all new branding all that it's going to the email so. oh it's going to the email okay i don't know if i could text it to you i was just gonna send. i it thought to you were gonna facebook message it to me oh i didn't know you still had facebook yeah oh no i never post on it you're uh you're you're you know you're right in in the think about to think that i don't have it anymore Exactly. I never see you on it. Um, it started playing a little bit on my screen. I just started giggling at it. <laughs> oh, it's good, right? It's like, where did you send it to? I sent it to the best best friends pod. Yeah, best best. Friends but this is where the good stuff happens. Where it's just like you know, like you gel as a group, and you you know you have similar interests, or you know, like um, two of the guys actually behind the video, uh, Kyle um, is our you know um, kind of marketing uh, just came manager. Through. Uh, brand manager and uh, and head of sales and then uh, Kevin does our logistics like they're like they're both film majors and you know actually love this film so they were kind of uh, a big big part of this you know what I mean so it's just like kind of I love like you know as much as I say I don't play well with others um, I like the whole synergistic um, you know like kind of collaborative thing that happens in our brewery you know like where people are, you know hey you do the artwork you do this you do that and like everyone has fun making something and 
So I think like this one, like being like the last big release of the year, I mean, we have a, maybe two more, but um, I think it's just like really, really cool. So, so. Auto muted, which is that's a fun feature. Auto mute to start. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever seen this movie, it, this is perfect. <laughs> 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 what did you dry hop this with? What? What did you dry hop this with? What? 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 Damn you! It's Sabron Citra! Damn you, Imperial IPA out this Friday, November 12th. Be there because I won't be. Hark! <laughs> perfect. So, perfect. Yeah, so this, like these guys came in, like, I mean, it was a loose concept. These guys did this in like an hour. I mean, it's just like, you know, like they're really efficient and then you get in the zone and, you know, like, so it was, it was a lot of fun. It was like really cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it makes Dabby. it a really more fun place. You know, you got, yeah, Dabby. Um, so, yeah, so the creatives, you know, the creative stuff has been uh, a lot of fun, you know, like um, kind of getting different people involved, um, you know, doing things like that. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun just like trying to get that set up. That was probably why I was delayed a little bit because I was laughing at the I was laughing at the stuffed seagull. I'm just over here giggling. I'm like, hold on, Tom, I'm sending it. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I would be I would be remiss if I didn't talk about one of my favorite beers. Uh, yes. Uh, definitely up in my in my I would put it in my top ten favorite top beers. 10 ever? Yeah, top All ten right. ever. Uh I'm I'm a sucker for <clears throat> uh I'm a sucker for anything like Philly centric. Uh, I, I'm such a homer in that sense. Um, I see so, where we're going with this. Yeah. Uh, John. John. John is, yeah. <laughs> I remember when John was released and I was like, oh shit, now I got to buy this beer. <laughs> was it yeah. uh, Was it Juicy Ale with Nugget? Yep. That's yeah. the one. Juicy Ale with Nugget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I would, it's similar in the sense to Nugget Nectar. That's an ale yeah. with Nugget, you know, hopped with Nugget. Um, it's funny. I had nugget, nugget nectar in my brain when you said that and not, and it was funny cause it was not because of the nugget. It was just kind of like, um, you know, we were talking about juicy, like when that beer came out, like the landscape has changed like 360 degrees since that beer came out. So like by today's standards, that beer was not juicy. It would not be juicy. No, It's like a resiny IPA, you know, it's like a pale ale, you know, it's like a, you guys opened um, yourselves up to so many negative untapped reviews now <laughs> with like the okay. people who are like, I expected juicy. You know yeah. what I got? I was told juicy. You got yeah. nugget. That's what, <laughs> that's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're aware that John has changed a little bit since I've been there. Um, actually quite a bit. Um, so I don't know if you've had it recently. I mean, we're going through changes where, you know, where things are, you know, we're just, um, you know, things like that. So, uh, but yeah, like it's, it's still true to the original spirit of the beer, which was that, um, we had a bunch of nugget on contract. Someone threw the name John out. We're like, Oh, juicy ale with nugget. That, you know, um, that was really it, you know, like that was really it. And That's then, awesome. Uh, <laughs> but no, and JP too, like, uh, he's our, uh, you know, uh, previous artist that we had, he's a great guy. Um, 
like that label always made me laugh because it was just like, yeah, all right, how much more over the top Philly can we get? We got <laughs> yeah. Franklin with a cheesesteak swinging on the Liberty Bell. Like it's just like so like, you know, and then like, you know, the bad brains lightning strike hitting the city hall yeah. and stuff like that. It's just like cool ass can, you know, like really cool iconic can. Um, so yeah, we're still making John. Um, John kind of like during the pandemic, this is like a really, you know, I'm sure you've talked to a multitude of breweries who had their struggles and things during the pandemic, but um, one of the big ones that was uh, John was a very big draft item. Okay. Um, so because um, of price point and placements or where it had been before, um, you know, it was, the bulk of it was draft um, compared to cans, like where some other brands might be 50, 50 or more cans or, you know, um, so John definitely took a hit during that period where it was just like bars weren't open. Um, we had accounts, we had distributors who were just sitting on the amount of John they should have during normal times, but beer was not selling in the, you know, out in restaurants and bars, you know what I mean? So we had to absorb all this stuff and bring it back. So like the future of John was sort of uncertain for a period too. Like, I mean, just like anything, you know, like we're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, but now that things have kind of opened up, like, um, it's still like a good draft item. Um, and you know, so it's kind of cool. Like John's kind of picking up steam again, where it was like kind of for a while kind of went away or you didn't hear about it so much. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, come on. John, it, like, how do you, how much more Philly can you possibly get? I used to get six, <laughs> I used to get six packs oh, of John yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> you know, back when 12 ounce cans were cool. Oh yeah. Uh, One know. of the best 12 ounce cans, man. Yeah. I, oh, I drank so much John. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's, that beer has a cult following and part of it's the name and, and all that kind of stuff. But like, I love hearing that from people that like, cause I think like this year when we were at GABF, um, we, <laughs> we're approaching the stage like we got called up and stuff and like some guy was like hey man like i love john <laughs> or something like that you know like, it, it's great hearing people from like, like other states is. say john too there because they yeah, they all yeah, like they, they pronounce it correctly but at the same time it just sounds weird so they like yeah. a guy from colorado is like man i totally like john what yeah it's one of those beers that just kind of comes you know it's like it was important to people who liked it you know what i mean so i, I yeah. love that you know so, so uh you know for our non-pa listeners which i'm sure they're out there i mean we are like i, I think we're like still number 15 in ghana yeah like ghana ghana africa loves our podcast apparently yeah we used to be number one but i guess we're number 15 we have at, to, at we one point we had japan right you're big in ghana <laughs> yeah. yeah we at one point we did we touched number one that's gonna be our first t-shirt yeah. big in ghana <laughs> big in ghana yeah <laughs> uh john is a philly centric word that means it's a descriptor just anything anything it could be anything yeah give me that yeah. john well, the, the original root of the word is joint i believe oh really as a, you know like i yeah, remember take this joint this john you know, and oh, it's like, or, you yeah. know, a physical joint yeah. or a joint, a place like, oh, that joint. You yeah. Know, that joint. And so I, I believe We're that over is, that John over there. It was just like a, like yeah. a real, just Philly draw on joint. I just, I remember being yeah. in middle school in Delco and like, and my friend telling me about John and this was, yeah. Good God. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, wait, when were you in uh yeah, about, about 2000, <laughs> yeah, about uh, Went to high school in 2000, so uh, yeah, it like was like, nine, like yeah, 98, 99. The birth of John. I just remember John and being like, what does that mean? And they're like, anything. Literally anything. Like, yeah. John is yeah. any, it, it can be, you know, check out that John over there. You know, this John is nice. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I have another one of those Johns, you know, yeah. or like, or, uh, you know. And I love when people struggle to find the words and they're like, 
and then they think they've solved it when they come to the word jaunt. They're like, uh, oh yeah, what do they call those things? The, uh, you know, um, there's there's things you put on your feet when you're at the beach. Yeah, what are those johns? The, the sand johns, the sand johns. Yeah. yeah. The sand, like they, you know, and it's just like, that shit happens all the time. You know, where you're just like, oh, that's, that's hilarious. You know? Yeah, like, I mean, when the drinks so start flowing local, and I can't recollect anything. John. John. Yeah, John. <laughs> the old fallback. John. You know talk about that. Yeah. The, the John, John with the yeah. with the red and the. <laughs> yeah, I got that, John. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we haven't even talked about it. Hour and 10 minutes in, we haven't talked about it. I know. I mean, we were going to fan out eventually. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> GABF gold. Whenever you want to, whenever you want to fan out, we can do that. You know? so, so I was, no, that was good. It was good. No, I'm in good company here, man. You guys are fun to talk to. This is a good show. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Appreciate it. I mean, it was going to take a while because I knew like when we talked to uh, Corey, Corey you, yeah. you were just coming back to Nishamini. Yeah, you just, but, yeah. but the way he made it sound like you, you, you just kind of joined. So I was like, Oh, he's kind of new. I don't want to fan out on anything. He wasn't ever a part of. And then when he said, yeah. Oh, I was there at the beginning too. I'm like, all right, we're bringing it. We're bringing up shape of hops <laughs> to come. We're bringing up John. Um, Croydon cream. is going to come out at some point. <laughs> I was there. I was there the day we put Croydon cream on cans. Oh, when we got our can line. I mean, all those days, you know what I mean? Like, and what crown I jewel of Croydon cream. Ale. Cans, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> taking taking those shorties home off the line. I was yeah. like, hey man, we got cream ale. Like this is the shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, they're great memories, man. Like I'm just really happy to be a part of it on the ground floor. I think my so first Korean cream ale was around like 2013. Yeah, it was yeah. like 2013, 2014. That was, that, yeah, I was yeah. at band practice, and my buddy's like, hey, I got some beers from the Shamini. You want one? I was like, oh, what you got, John? And he goes, no, I got uh, Korean cream ale. I was like, fuck yeah, give me one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the can's rad. The can's rad. You know, like, I mean, it's just a snapshot of Croydon. It really is. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't get much more Croydon. But yeah, we have we have to talk about GABF Gold. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring Absolutely. it back around. So congrats. Right. Uh, you know, th it's kind of what brought us to uh to have you on the podcast to mix with uh with Corey. Uh yeah, right on, talking you up. Uh, and you know, we saw you guys won G A B F gold. And yeah. uh speaking of Croydon, I guess. Yeah, Croydon's <laughs> burning, man. So yeah, so Croydon's burning was um my first commercial recipe. Okay. So um when I was at Nishamity Creek um in my early years, um we had an interbrewery homebrew competition. And the prize was whoever won would have something on the pilot system on in the tap room. They could name it, have their thing on, um, which we, up to that point, it was like no one else really had contributed any recipes or anything. So um, there's a guy, um, Eric Walt, who was the lab guy at the time. He was the first hire as brewer and it was me. Um, and he's affectionately known as Meat. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's the head brewer of Doylestown Brewing. He's you know, a fantastic guy. I'm gonna see him this Wednesday. We got a mandate, I'm gonna see him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we both love smoke beers and I had made, um, we were talking about like my home brewing, like in the backyard. I mean, probably 50% of what I brewed were smoke beers. I mean, and it was just for a love of that. You know what I mean? So it was like kind of what I chased after anyways. You know what I mean? It was just like kind of like this thing and he was into him too. And you know, we, we worked things out and uh, anyways, we won the, we won the interbrewery homebrew competition and it was going to be like a three barrel draft item in the tap room. We can name it and all that stuff. And before you know it, it was like, uh, Jeremy was like, Hey, I want to do a 15 of Croydon is burning. Um, Hey, I want to do a 30 of Croydon is burning and I want to put it in bottles. Um, and I want to send it to GABF. And I was like, Holy shit. You know, like, and this is a good way to start, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and also for someone to be able to give us that opportunity, I was really just honored, you know I mean? Cause, uh, basically we, you know, from what we brewed in our yard and won the competition with, like when we came around and making changes for JBF, there were zero changes. We were just like, we were both hundred percent satisfied with the beer. Like we, that's what we wanted to do. Um, so there were no changes enforced upon us. It was just kind of like, Hey, um, you know, so, and it was, I think it was like, it was the first Nishamity brand that wasn't, um, you know, the original, you know, um, 
head brewer's recipe or whatever. So, um, so it was pretty historic. And we, um, we, that was 2016. We went out and we won bronze, um, which was just unbelievable. Um, and the same year Churchville won bronze Churchville had won gold before, but, um, for, from Jeremy and I to win medals, the same show <laughs> was just amazing. I mean, it was just like really uh, just a cool time. You know I mean? We love loggers, um, all that stuff. And then, uh, so, um, and then I had moved on a second story and, uh, Croydon's burning took bronze that year too. And I, I competed against it and I was so pissed that time, <laughs> <laughs> but I was happy for them. I was like, I was like, but, and then I was like, you know, and someone said, uh, you know, our artist, um, JP actually, he was at the show and he said, he's like, Hey, congratulations, man. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean, man? I, you know, I didn't, you know, and I was like, Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, something we made one, two years in a row, like that's rad, you know, and, and they stayed true to the, the form, but didn't the then, like send the medal to you? Even though you um, weren't there in one, <laughs> actually, you know, actually, I finally just got one in the mail like two days ago. Like I finally, <laughs> and it wasn't no, it wasn't like a fuck you at all. It was just like they didn't ask me if I did, I, but I was just like at that at that point got like, lost in the mail, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's FedEx uh, is but fault. no, I have I have the original, and then like this, you know, enter twenty twenty one, and I'm all of a sudden I'm the head brewer in Shammy Creek, and we enter um, Croydon's Burning, and uh, you know, I envision it like I, I you know, like I I fantasize about it, I think about it, I you know, like it's just like. And, and also like, this is one of those cases where, all right, you know, we tasted it in June or whatever. We did a little, you know, we tasted everything before it went out as a group, um, CEO owners, um, you know, lab folks and, uh, you know, lead brewer. We all like kind of talked about everything and sat down and, uh, and I was like, you know, I wouldn't change a thing about this. Like, this is, this is exactly what it should be. Um, and we're out there. Um, and like, it's the first time we've been to a brewing event in two years, you know, in CBC. Um, which I didn't think was going to happen. And, you know, I was nervous about going to, but we get out there and it was very controlled and like the, you know, like the, it was sparse and they separated and, you know, kind of had limited tickets into the thing, but um, you know, they called bronze, they called silver. And part of me, I, even though I had uh, envisioned it, like I was, I was like resigned to the fact that like, ah, we just didn't win this year. I was like, that's okay. Well, we just didn't get it, you know? And then the Chamonix Creek, um, Corinne's burning gold. And I was just like, we've flipped out, you know, <laughs> Never happened to me before, you know I mean? So it was like, it was a, it was a really ridiculous moment. It was really nice and um, really cool, you know? So um, yeah, it's like, you know, definitely a life goal and like one of those things you never forget, you know what I mean? So that's, that's really, really proud cool. of the beer, you know, so really, really happy we were able to do that. So, so what do you think, what do you think changed that made it, took it from a bronze to a, to a gold? This is what's funny is like, you know, um, and we were talking about, ice hockey, right. Where like, you know, you're at the, you're, you're in the elements. There's things that you, it's chaos theory, right? Like mm -hmm. no matter what you try to control, there's little things that you can't control that get amplified. Um, I made a yeast change this year. That was one thing. Um, so we had used on yeast before, which I loved. Um, so, um, and that was in Churchville as well. That was our house lager yeast for many years. Um, and it's from the Ondex monastery in Germany. Um, fantastic yeast, but to me, it always had this sort of, um, like, red apple skin kind of thing that could be confused with like an ester i mean it was an ester technically mm -hmm. probably but like um it just wasn't to me as clean as the classic german lager strain even though i liked it and and, and especially in a smoked beer a little apple attribute didn't hurt like i really thought the beer was amazing um but and uh and it wasn't even like trying to make a change for metals sake meddling sake i just like the other beers in the brew house with it better and it was something also imperial yeast moved in town um, they're in our backyard. I'm going to give them a huge shout out. They're like one of our, my favorite vendors. Um, but they oh, yeah. have L13 global strain, but it's, it's 3470. It's 830 German lobbies, classic German lobbies. So we started using that this year as our house strain for warehouse lager because I wanted to clean that up because um, that was getting me. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It's our Mexican lager. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. um, but th that had some appley notes to me over time. 
Oh, I was like, all right, okay. well, I, I kind of want to clean the yeast up. So the yeast was a big choice like that. Like everything else was pretty much true. We didn't change much to the recipe other than a yeast choice. Um, and then part of it is like, um, you know, like what are the judges looking for that year? How, you know, like who knows, you know what I mean? It's just like, there are a lot of them are the same people, the same, you know, but like, it's just mm -hmm. like in the state that that beer arrives on the table, what state is it in? And like your ability to taste smoke over, over a couple beers, um, you, you lose it. So like after two beers, you, it might not taste as smoky as the first. So by the time they get done with their flight, I don't want to make the loudest beer on the table just for, to be, but like, were we just smokier? Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, and I know it was like in my heart, like a great beer, but it's just like, you never, there's so many variables, you know what yeah. I mean? So, and making that um, change gets rid of something that, you know, maybe a judge might consider, like you said, right. an, off, an off taste, you know, something yeah, that they might yeah. see in like the, you know, yeah. they're studying. And the the, the like weirdest thing ever though is like, too. I like last year's better. We didn't enter it last year. Um, but like, you know, this year, this year I'm going like, I don't know, is this it? You know, like, I don't, you know, and uh, <laughs> apparently it's such a hipster thing to say. I liked it before it got gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but I appreciate you asking me about that. It was a really, yeah, special moment. And, uh, you know, like really, really just proud of our whole brewery because like, yeah, it's like, obviously it's a award-winning recipe and, and I'm proud of that. But what I'm really proud of is our brewery that like, in the time that I've been there, being able to be a gold medal earning brewery, you know, I had problems, challenges, like any place and trying to figure things out. Um, you know, it's just a day-to-day -day thing, you know, like you just, you know, after something like that, you get back to work and make good beer, you know what I mean? Cause like at the end of the day, Hey, metals are great. And believe me, I've been on cloud nine ever since September, <laughs> but, um, but the best, the best thing though, is like at the end of the night, seeing someone at your tasting room, um, enjoying themselves and, and happy, you know what I mean? So, um, Oh, you mean like the, that's, the that's tasting room at your gold medal brewery? At our gold medal brewery, yes. That's <laughs> Have they told you to stop wearing the medal to work? They're like, guy, come on. <laughs> just walking out. You're wa I, always walking into. I posted it out just for you guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> you got you just always walking out like Kurt Angle. <laughs> in oh WWE. This whole <laughs> Sleeping in it. You know, yeah. 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 I was thinking of a, like the I'm a real American, just like Hulk Hogan theme song just oh, starts yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got some ideas for Corey is burning. What are they? Because have <laughs> you seen this? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Did not know this song was Rick Derringer. Did not know. No, it's Rick Derringer. <laughs> the Derringer escape plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. What do you know about GABF Gold, brother? <laughs> that's what I want to do. I, I just want to do. I want to do math metal. Like centered around '80s wrestling and call it the Derringer Escape Plan. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you need two drummers. Yeah, right. Oh man, two drummers. That—that's yeah. the whole thing. There you go. <laughs> You're basically Slipknot at that point. <laughs> ah, two more of these, and we've got this going. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Let's start the band. Yeah, Jason just Open hit. I'm gonna send some tracks over. <laughs> Jason. Yeah, just says yeah. Jason's got plenty of kegs for me to hit while wearing a clown mask. Just great acoustics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the uh, rain or something. Didn't they have some video in the rain? They're like, 
Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, off of uh, Iowa. Slipping it's, away, it's a good album. Yeah, yeah, slipping away was Iowa. Yeah. Was Iowa the coke filled <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah. Oh yeah, the coke fueled. Yeah, sorry. The coke behind fueled. the music for that, it's an unofficial behind the music, but it's. I mean, if any metalheads are listening to this, you gotta watch it. <laughs> it's gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think JBF Gold is a uh, a good jumping off point here. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Final thoughts Absolutely. on uh, on on Damie? Oh man. I, I hope you have an extra in that fridge because I want to take this home. Yeah. Spend some quality Do it tonight. Do it tonight. Spend some quality time. <laughs> send, send some drone tracks over to Jason and pitch my idea. Yeah, dude. Go home. <laughs> I'm a real American with blast beats. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I really appreciate you guys having me on. This is rad. I had a really good time. Yeah. Uh, so. Glad glad you had a good time. Uh, Dan, yeah. Um, yeah f- uh, damn ye, man. Well balanced. Well balanced. Um, I wanted a West Coast. Uh, as I'm soon su- as I saw that in the description, it was going to be West a West Coast. Coast. <laughs> I got the West Coast. Yeah. I'm such a sucker for West Coast. It w- the you know the West Coast style brought me back around to IPAs. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was it. Was kind of like uh, we we've talked about it. I'll, I'll say it, Dan ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Uh, <clears throat> we've talked about it a lot. Uh, it, I kind of fell out with uh, with IPAs. Uh, we've been called out by brewers like, oh, yeah, what are you guys going to do? Another IPA and lager episode? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, time. Yeah. Um, kind of fell out. And then I, I was like, man, I'm really tired of hazy IPAs. I don't want a double Imperial. I don't. I'm done with it. And we started getting West Coast, like true West Coast styles back. And I was like, man, these There's are just, so, they're just uh, so good. I, I love 2021 because it's it's just been an era of loggers and like west coast ipas like you still get all the hazies because yeah the hazies still like keep the lights on for breweries and everything like you know those are always going to sell but like seeing the era of like seeing the hot burnout of Mm -hmm. like all those craft beer connoisseurs from 2020 being like you know, maybe I, you know, maybe I don't lose my foot by 2023. Right. Maybe we, I, maybe I go have a lager. <laughs> do we really yeah. need another Citra Mosaic? Yeah. The buddy cop, yeah. <laughs> the Riggs and Murtaugh of hazy IPAs. Hey, do you guys remember yeah. Simcoe? Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's awesome to have something that like brings you back to where you started with like craft beer and like, hate, like mm-hmm. the yeah. West coast IPA, the piney, the resinous, but also just giving it yeah. like that hint of like, there's like a juice factor to it with that Sabro yeah. and like oh, the yeah. Citra, like a nice tropical notes, citrus notes in there. Just a cool. very well balanced beer for man, dangerously 8.5% right there. Yeah. Cause, uh, Thanks, yeah. Man. I could have absolutely crushed that beer. Like I looked and I was about halfway <laughs> down my glass and I was like, all right, well let's slow down, Tom. Let's pump the brakes. Let's no, I was trying, I was trying to pump the brakes <laughs> so hard on this one. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very enjoyable. I mean, cool. I don't think awesome. I've ever had I'm a glad bad you beer the from really Creek. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always had great things to say about every yeah. beer I've had. So, I mean, this is, oh, this has just been, uh, just was going to come eventually having yeah. this episode. And, uh, yeah, again, cool. thank you so much, Jason, for coming on for this. Um, guys, if you want to go ahead and check oh, thank them you. out, um, we've got their social media right here. Um, Instagram is at Nishamini Creek Brewing Co. Uh, Facebook is at Nishamini Creek Brewing and then untapped is Nishamini Creek Brewing. Check out their website, guys. It's NishaminiCreekBrewing.com. Um, I know you mentioned you guys have a release coming out here soon uh, from one of your yeah. other brewers. Do you guys have any yeah. uh, events coming up? Anything else you want to plug? 
Um, you know, uh, no events that I can think of uh, before the end of the year. I mean, next year, next um, June is going to be our 10th anniversary. Um, so a lot of people have been asking us, like, you guys when are you doing a concert? Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do a concert. We're going to do something. Um, you know what I mean? So um, we probably won't be doing as many as we used to do. And, and, and part of that is just kind of like logistically, financially trying to figure out what's worth it, you know, what's, you know, worth doing. But like, but there is still like a, you know, dedicated core people that uh, like music is still important to us, you know, guys, um, they sell so out fast. And if it's going to be smaller than before, it's going to be selling out fast. Yeah. 10th anniversary <laughs> is going to be special. It's going to be something. So like, uh, we, you know, definitely have like one of our um, promoters who actually used to work, work at the brewery. Um, a good friend of ours. He's a uh, drummer in a band called restorations. Oh, okay. Um, um, incredible band. Like I'm, I kind of want to like to get them to play. I probably shouldn't say this like on the air, but, <laughs> but, um, but no, like it, it'll be special. I think he's going to be booking bands. And, and um, so um, that's the next big thing. Like, as far as like, you know, when people are like, Oh, when are you going to have shows again? Like June, June next year will be like a, a good one. It's going to be awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So we need to get them hooked up with like a broken goblet and do like a, a crazy, like metal fest. Yeah. It's got metal just, fest. Like, just, yeah. I mean, you got the, you got these two metal fucking breweries right here. They're, They're just, right down the street from each other. Just can <laughs> yeah. they can they could just do it. Oh man! Yeah, no, those are great guys. I haven't seen them in a while, but like, yeah, I love the love those dudes. Every time we start talking about the music yeah. and the shows, like I could go on for another half hour about like some of the band beers that you guys have done. But I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right now because I know we're trying to. End. But I just all yeah. these band beers just started coming yeah. into my head. I'm like, God damn it! I didn't talk about this. I didn't. I didn't talk about the Lawrence Arms or the Benzinger shit. <laughs> Let's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We get we get a whole we 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 got we got a little bit of extra time. We'll do a little bonus. We got a yeah. you got a video. Yeah, you yeah. got a video. Okay. Uh, yeah, guys, go visit uh, go visit Nishamani Creek out in Croydon. Nishamani Creek was Nishamani Creek Brewing Co. dot com. Yep, and something like that. Nishamani Creek Brewing dot com. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and you guys have a pretty good uh, distribution footprint. I mean, you guys oh, are. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah, we're Pennsylvania, you know, all over Philly, uh, Jersey. Yeah. yeah, like all of Pennsylvania, pretty much. Um, you know, um, yeah, a little bit of Delaware. You know, so so go yeah, go grab your your in Chamonix Creek. Cool. <laughs> you just wanted to like end on that so bad, <laughs> dude. I've been seeing him fiddle with this song the whole time. I'm like, what's he got? What's he got up his sleeve? <laughs> Good way to end. Come on, Rick Derringer. Come on now. Come on now. Awesome. All right, everybody. Uh, awesome. and cool. I had a ball. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And remember, guys, uh, look, for uh, for the audio only listeners. Yeah, we'll cut off the audio here and we'll kind of do our little outro. Uh, follow, rate, and review again. Yeah. So, uh, guys, follow, rate, review, five-star party. Um, guys, our social media here, Instagram and Facebook, is at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. Hell yeah. Uh, guys. Um, we are the boys from the <laughs> South. Eastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> Send us an email. Uh, we've actually, you know, it's kind of cool that we've gotten emails here. Yeah. So continue to use the Gmail. That's bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com. That's bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com. And, uh, and, you know, Facebook, YouTube, you can uh, watch us live on there. Every either Monday or Tuesday. I mean, just check our Instagram. Yeah, we'll, we'll let check you know. Out. I uh, mean, it always drops and audio drops. You know, Wednesday and we uh, for the audio listeners. Yeah, and you can certainly also join us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast. Twitch.tv slash best best friends pod. 
cast. cast. <laughs> <laughs> Is there um, a video where they wrecked the bus? Oh, that's uh, I'm so alive. That yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I feel so alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a new day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, new metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll wrap it up for the uh, the audio. Uh, you know, if you're audio only listener, you're missing out. We're going to do. You're missing out on Tom's uh, cringeworthy videos. Yeah, we're going to do a little extra time with Jason here and uh, and then, you know, we'll wrap it up. Uh, so, guys, uh, just remember. Uh, Dan, I need you to always remember. I love you. Always have. <laughs> Every time. All right, everybody. And remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. You thought we were done with all those POD drops, huh? Just one more. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, just remember, keep it in the back of your mind. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the Clintons. Are you ever going to stop doing that? I'm not. Not wow. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, best best friend podcast episode ninety three. We out. See. You. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. A cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends. Pod.